This is Beyond the News with host Dr. Larry Ward, produced and edited by the Lotus Institute. Greetings, Dr. Ward here. This episode is a brief discussion of our views and our attachment to views in particular. So what is a view? Well, obviously a way of looking, a way of seeing things. It's also a way of recognizing, labeling, and judging and identifying with. It gives us a sense of control, a sense of order, a framework of living and being and thinking. As such, in Buddhism, it's referred to as a mental formation, among many other mental formations. But it is a critical one because it shapes our relationship to everything. Is the world safe or unsafe is a fundamental human question. The daily experience of every person can be found in their nervous system in their experience of being present to the phenomena of daily life. All of our brains, whether we want them to or not, spontaneously humanize and dehumanize people. We think of our in-group and simultaneously think of an out-group. Those inside and those outside denying that those outside have feelings, thoughts, emotions, and sufferings of their own. In my scan of the news today, 190 million African children are at the risk of starvation and dying because of the water crisis. But as I listen and read about that, update today, I ask myself, why are those children, African children, and not our children? Views are forms of motivation. They always have their own framework. They always carry within them obvious as well as hidden paradigms. Views are a center of our motivational life, our belief systems, our emotions, including guilt or disappointment or elation or regret or joy, frustration, anger, anxiety, suspense, and shame and fear are all part of the mix of our views. Our views are emotionally charged, literally charged like electricity, with memories, hopes, fears, social status, power, and self-esteem. Our views allow for incorporating our identity and our sense of meaning and direction for our life. 
And when our views are threatened or dismissed, it can activate within us the fight, flight, freeze, nervous system response. I ask, when have you met these responses in yourself in your recent news encounters? When our views are held too tightly, they can and have caused great suffering. A recent news report also today of the forcible transfer of children from Ukraine to Russia. Our views can justify our sense of suppression of others. Our views can justify our violence, our commitment and actions of war. Our views always carry within them some quality of discrimination unless we transform our views into openness. Our views also confine the extent of what we can imagine, what vision of the future we can hold, as well as our vision of the present moment we are in. A view is a condition of opinion or judgment shaped by feeling or the bias of this holder or holders, shaping every thought, our language and behavior. It guides us. It's a self and social orienting process which we must understand much better if we are to thrive on this planet. The nation of Uganda just passed a bill banning people from identifying themselves as LGBTQ+. The question of practice is how do we take care of our views? Views can be positive or negative. They are seldom neutral. So what views are, am I bringing into the world? Am I passing on to the next generation? With what view do I understand the earth? and the planet we are on, and the waters we depend on, and the food supply. With what views do I see and behold these things? Because whatever view I see and behold with becomes me, and becomes my culture and my institution's paradigm for living and being and thriving. So the question becomes again, how to take good care of our views so they do not pour out suffering on ourselves or our societies. I have a few comments about the homework today. It will be a little longer because this is a, a set of ways of reflecting with questions. To ask yourself, what assumptions are a part of your daily life that have changed since COVID. Views are not meant to be monuments. They're meant to be directional and flexible and open to learning. 
things. I remember reading a book a long time ago about it listed the hundred things that people believe were not possible, like flying in an airplane or driving a car or researching the ocean or going to the moon. Our views are important to examine carefully. The next question I'm asking myself almost every day, sometimes every moment, how open is my mind? Am I willing to receive what I never thought of before? Am I willing to learn new things that might help me and might help you be more healthy, more wise, and more able to be in shared community? What views am I considering letting go of or have let go of and why? Being open, willing to risk, experimental, and, and understanding experiment from a scientific point of view of paying attention to what effects come out of your experiment, which can tell you whether you want to do that again or not. It's about learning. But also our views must be approached with consideration, with ease, and deep respect for ourselves and for our world because our views, however we think of them, are private. They are not. They spill out into history. They spill out in the dining room, in the classroom, on the streets, in the grocery stores, in our villages, in our homes, wherever they may be. Yes, they may seem very private, but they are really public. Taking good care of our views for me has been a practice of silence. I take time in the morning to be silent, 15 to 20 minutes or more. I take time in the evening to be silent, 15 or 20 minutes or more. That's one of my practices that helps me not get caught, get carried away with my views. A great story that literally happened to a friend of mine, he was redoing his driveway and repaving it, and he had called a, a cement company to come and bring him the cement he needed so he could complete his driveway process. And the big truck came up, and the cement machine was mixing, and it started pouring cement in his driveway, and then it kept going, and more. he didn't need that much cement. It kept overflowing, and our views can be like that. They can carry us away. They can fill us up with cement, which damages our heart and closes our mind. So be compassionate with yourself as you reflect on your own views of yourself, 
your views of the world, your views of the people in it and on this planet, the creatures and species on this planet, your views of the water, the forest, the grasslands, the rural and city areas of our planet, to deeply understand our views and where they are guiding us, we can choose whether we want to be guided in that direction or not. And so we retain our freedom. And retaining our freedom in this way can help us respond to a perplexing question we've had for the whole of humanity. What views are capable of helping us live on this planet together in wellness, in justice, and in harmony? Take your time. Avoid being self-critical. Avoid being judgmental. Just notice your views like an anthropologist looks, like Margaret Mead would look at a village. Look at your views with a kind of observation. And if you look deep enough, you will see that your view and you are not separate. You are one. This is Larry Ward, signing out from Beyond the News. This episode was made possible by the generous support from the Himera Foundation and the Frederick P. Lenz Foundation. If you would like to support this podcast and other programs at the Lotus Institute, please visit our website at www.thelotusinstitute.org donate. Thanks for listening.